All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is the Wally and Mathot Show Live. Now, here are your hosts, Brent Wallace and Mark Mathot. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm Brent Wallace. He's Mark Mathot. And it's a very interesting time right now as we've got the Wally and Mathot Show Live. Uh, we're a little bit late because, once again, Meth's internet uh, is down, as always. Uh, <laughs> but we'll try to get through it, eh, Meth? Um, yeah, it's, it's very As stressful. always, it's brought to you by... <laughs> Brought to you by Whitewater. Shop whitewater.ca, 15% off coupon. Get your holiday shopping done now. Uh, just a reminder, Matt, they've got something interesting coming up at their lakeside location. It's called, uh, it's on New Year's Eve, Casino Royale. And it's, uh, they're going to do a, an evening where there's a three-course meal. There's prizes, there's drinks, there's food, there's all kinds of stuff. And of course, there's going to celebrate uh, New Year's with champagne and whatnot. And you and I did earlier this year uh, a martini uh, tasting, mm. if you will. Uh, yours was a little bit better than mine, but they are, they're full in on the uh, uh, James Bond stuff. So it'll be a fun night with them. Uh, go check that out. The tickets are online at shopwhitewater.ca. Meth, how are you? How are the shingles? Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we're bringing this up, Wallace. Everybody asks. Where? Meth, are we lo- have we lost you already? We're two seconds into the show. All right, we'll move on, uh, and I'll gladly move on. So uh, uh, we will bring Matt back when we can. But let's, you know what? 
Uh, our guest today is Bobby Ryan, and he's always been available. He's always early every time we want to do an interview. And guess what? He's early today. Uh, we're going to bring in Bobby Ryan, who is joining us uh, on secret location. <laughs> Hockey Bobby, how south are you? We wait yeah. for the one yeah. Mark Mathod to figure out how to use technology. I'm doing good. I'm glad I made this work. My internet's more reliable than than mess when he's in a basement. I'm at a public public coffee rink, like we said, but I'm do. I have to apologize for the lighting. I tried. I tried, but uh, here we are. Good to well, see you. Based on how things are going, you are winning the day right now. So I will take the dark lit Bobby Ryan over the frozen Mark Mathod any day. Uh, so back on the <laughs> yeah, ice, yeah. by the way. So you made a comment. You made a comment over the weekend that you haven't retired. So what's going on with Bobby Ryan? Yeah, it's funny. I lost Twitter for you, right? I just answered somebody's question, and it's, I think I mentioned retirement in it, and everybody, next thing I know, I was getting texts from guys that I played with 10 years ago, and I was like, oh, man, okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I haven't retired. I'm still always waiting for that next opportunity, and if it comes, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, but back on the ice here, working out, uh, staying in shape and staying ready. So uh, I don't know. If the phone rings, I'll be there. Are you prepared to step away from the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you have to, as you get older, you have to be prepared, right? You have to okay. be, I guess, ready to adapt to whatever's next. And uh, I, I got a pretty good head start on that through, through the end of my career with COVID, right? You were home for more than, yeah. than we were for a good portion of it. So I feel like I, uh, I would be more than ready to, yeah. I'm ready to be dad, you know? Meth, welcome back, sir. Yeah, guys. <laughs> there he is. So there's freezing rain happening right now in, in North Manatic. So in my area, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, I don't know what else to tell you. I'm sweating right now out of sheer frustration. It's not good for the shingles. So I'm trying to just stay relaxed, okay? It's not good. Hey, Meth, just so you know, I am dealing with the same freezing rain. We're not like in two different parts of the world. And it seems to be okay out in Stittsville. Yeah, but I always have an issue with my connection here. I don't know what it is. I got to try to run a cable, I guess, like an Ethernet cable. It's brutal. Okay. Yeah. Aren't you Aren't you building yeah. even further out too? Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, well, we're gonna try and build outside of Ottawa now. So I'll be even further in about two years. But I think by then, you know, I'll build a satellite, Bobby, in the backyard, and I'll have something <laughs> yeah. set up. Yeah, it'll be coming straight from the five G. You'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wally, 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 so can Bobby, I ask you, you a question? You yeah. look, Wally, you look yeah. more red than usual. Like, did you apply it, something today? Probably the high, what's going on? No, it's probably the high blood pressure you create whenever we do a show and it never works. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I, was, I thought I, you just got off the ice when I first came on. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I, I showered just before the show, and I'm, I'm assuming that's what it is. But yeah, yeah, that's it's yeah. probably. You know what, yeah. Matthew, you caused me more stress than my wife. Uh, I, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Let's continue. Okay. Okay. Shall we? That's um, Bobby. You've taken to Twitter recently. Uh, and your tweets are now they're on fire. I've some of them are pretty entertaining. I've actually you've become now a must follow. Um, let's see. What did I? One of the first tweets. You'll have to bear with me for a few days as my wife is out of town for the first time ever, and I'm in the gauntlet with two little ones. Major new respect for moms. Um, so Major. did you learn a lot from being Major. alone? <laughs> Maybe oh, that I should got, have been all I caps. Humbled. I, I got humbled <laughs> quick. Uh, 
it just about brought me to my knees by Friday night. But uh, it was <laughs> honestly, though, I, I've, I've earned it because for, for a long time, that wouldn't have been possible. So it's the first time my wife's trusted me with that. And I'm glad she did. But um, yeah, between the two kids, her cat went down again for another uh, like another emergency. <laughs> these, these goddamn cats, Matt. Um, he's like, I don't even know how old he is. I think I got him before the Olympics in 2010. And it's just, I mean, I woke up and there was, there was throw up everywhere. And it wasn't like a little cat's view. I mean, it was, it was bad. So, you know, you're trying to get to bedtime at eight o'clock and I'm rushing out and now I'm sitting in there and they're like, we're on COVID protocol at the vet. So I couldn't go in. I got Riley screaming at me in the back and Chase is crying. Everybody's tired. And it was tough. It was tough, man. It was tough, but I got through it. <laughs> These cats. I was like, I've been yeah. like, did you not know uh, have to buy a motorhome just to get them to Ottawa at one point? There might be some truth to that statement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, <laughs> I was not. I was not flying private anymore, uh, and I was like, I can't fly because of their breed and the way they breathe and things like that. So <laughs> I had to fly private, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go buy a motorhome. Why not? It was just. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But they're still kicking. They're still around. <laughs> you know? Bob, what was the what was the vet bill? <laughs> uh 1550 plus it was it was high it was 700 early and then yeah and then his radiation report came back so i got dinged with another bill after the first initial one so yeah it was i i i completely undersold his evening when i posted him on twitter i completely undersold him by about 50 percent on what he cost me on the evening <laughs> that's outstanding so and then other favorite oh. tweets was fella i fellas i get it finally when we come home and the wife says no i'm tired <laughs> And you can't fathom why it's 4.30 on a Wednesday. And I was 34 years old when I learned this. Um, so yeah. what, are the, what are the Christmas gifts that Danielle is now going to get? Um, I, you know what? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> it's going to go up. That is for sure. Uh, because I, I, like I said, I did find newfound respect, but I just can't like one on two for that long. And then, man, we, we have 10 day road trips, Matt, where, you know like oh yeah what a grind that must have been so and here i am i'm like yeah it's easy it's easy and then 24 hours and it was just yeah it, it only took 12 hours for me to realize how unfair it is to them so you, uh yeah she's doing do you, she's, get, do you get a nap in there well good. uh bobby do they nap no neither one of them no we're uh we are full shift work 7 30 to 8 so it's uh he, he gave up naps last summer um she's been you know she, my daughter's five now five and a half so she hasn't napped in a long time um but they, they give you me like, like an hour of quiet time where they'll watch a show simultaneously on different ipads and it's you know that was my my little bit of downtime every day do you do you guys have like a gym do you have a gym in the house where you could just bring them down and let them kind of you know cruise around everywhere and they can play with their toys while you do a little workout or bike ride absolutely nothing <laughs> we have nothing like no no way to burn calories right now because we're so we're in a house until we get into the next house next week oh, to live in while okay. we build it's just yeah and everything's been so quick that we're in an airbnb uh and I, yeah it's we're cramped in there right now but uh yeah saturday i think we move into the new place where we'll have a little bit more uh space i guess the peloton will be waiting for me on saturday when i get there nice yeah, right on. Yeah, time to get back to work, you know? Yep. And Do you I mean, miss those, being those, around the locker room? Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, I think everybody that probably plays misses that. Um, 
I mean, Matt, Matt, you've been out of it a little longer than I have. I'm, I'm sure you miss it, right? But I just miss the communication every day, uh, giving guys shit every day, whatever it might be. Like, that's the stuff that makes it fun to play hockey and go back for. So I miss that stuff a lot. Yeah. I'm still pretty active with it, though. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big texter right now. I'm on the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. Um, before, I get we, before we move on from your parenting, uh, any chance there's now going to be a third child? No, 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 no! I got that in writing. <laughs> no chance. You, like you can, you, somebody can come. To, somebody could come to me and say, "Listen, I'm going to give you a million dollars cash if you have a third child," and I would tell them to take a hike and beat it. There's no chance. Like you, you could not pay not me enough chance. money. Yeah. I love my two kids, but it's chaotic enough as it is. Adding a third to the mix, I don't know how people do it. I honestly I have no idea. No, if you'd have to, I mean, you'd What's, have to go back from man to man to zone. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, zone defense. Zone, zone coverage yeah, is way harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man on man yeah. is the way to go right now. Yeah, agreed. Do you have a go-to meal that you make for the kids? Uh, yeah, frozen pizza because it's it's kind of it's my daughter's go go-to meal. So uh, yeah, and like for for four days straight, she just got frozen pizza because I, I wasn't doing much cooking when mom was gone. Well, she's eating it. Zero energy. She's eating it. That. Who cares? My kids, she, oh, my kids yeah. hammer like Annie's that Annie's uh, noodles or whatever yep. it's called, like the craft dinner style stuff. I think I give that to them like three days a week. So I can't even make oh, fun of the pizza. Yeah. No. No. I go uh, with gluten-free crust, too- though. I keep them, keep them off the gluten. Oh, well, there. There. See? You're, you're way ahead of the game. Health bomb. Okay, it's, a health, I wanted- it's a health bomb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to hockey. One thing that you've been very vocal or uh, taking to Twitter. By the way, it's at BobbyRY5409 if you're looking to follow him. Uh, lots of hockey takes. So I want to talk to you about some hockey. Let's talk to the Sens. And you said you like to watch them. Uh, what have you noticed about them, I guess, maybe in the past couple of games that's a little different or is anything different? Uh, they just happen to be getting some pucks going in. Well, I think they just got some pucks going in right now. But they, uh, I don't know, they're exciting. They're fast. They, they, they play hard. They play most of the nights. They play the right way. Um, I just, yeah, I, I've always, and the new jerseys are unbelievable, right? The, the, the black jerseys are so, so nice. So damn, so damn good that, uh, like if you're playing against them, you're intimidated because the jersey's so good. It's like remember, remember Matt used to go play the Red Wings and uh, at home at Little Sea C- or not Little Caesars, C- what was it, the Joe, and they'd be just yep. decked to the Reds, and and you're like, God damn it, Zetterberg's got two before we start it tonight because of that jersey. Oh man, so, just uh, just skating around in warmups and and seeing Lidstrom in like that classic yeah. uh, Red Wings like logo, it was incredible. It's so intimidating. I agree. It is. It is so. Um, so I think the jersey's got a lot to do with it. But yeah, uh, and they're and they're just they're you know they're they're coming along. They they got the right things going over there. Uh, by the way, speaking of jerseys, before I skip, is uh, do you like the jersey Jersey Devils third logo that or third jersey that says oh. Jersey? No, that's tough. That's, <laughs> that's a tough jersey. And so you, um, so you guys, you guys do. don't like it? I think it's okay. No. And I, I, I actually get where somebody defended it by saying when people from New Jersey are asked where they're from, they just say the word Jersey. Um, yeah. And, and that is, but, you know, when you break it down, it becomes sort North and South Jersey because there's always been that war between the two. Um, but yeah, I, I find it to be a very, very tough, tough Jersey. I just don't, uh, I don't know, <laughs> not my style. 
not my style at all. All right. Uh, back to the sense. Um, so how much do you follow them? Are you pretty religious or just whenever? I would say uh, somewhere somewhere in between those two right now. Um, I was watching more hockey early on when we got here um, and only because we were at a place that I had access to all the hockey games. Right now I do not. So yeah. again, on Monday when I get down to the new or Saturday, excuse me, I'll be able to tune in more. Uh, but the games have been pretty fleeting for me to, to actually sit down and watch a full game right now. Are yeah. you surprised though how well, and you've played with Batherson and Norris and Kachuk a little bit, obviously. Now are you surprised at how well those guys are doing? No, no. I think Matthew would have seen most of them coming in, right? I mean, you played with some of them, didn't you? No, I like, like, I don't think there's any surprise no. for me. Yeah. No, I guess he didn't cry. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't, I think they're all elite players. So I think it was just a matter of time until they started to really take off. It's been fun to watch them. Yeah. Did you, uh, whenever I see Josh Norris and I, and I think of you, I always think of one particular play and that's the, the Vancouver game when you're about to score your hat trick. Do you often think of Josh Norris calling for the puck as you're about to score a hat trick in an empty netter? No, I, I can't say, but every time I do see Josh Norris, that, that will be brought up. Like, like it's a, it's almost an automatic. I, I was training uh, down in Detroit while, was it not this year, obviously, but I was training down in Detroit during the lockout year and um, or the COVID, you know, waiting to start. So I ran into him a few times there and he was skating and uh, yeah, I certainly gave it to him about it then, but it was nice to see him because he's a, I, he's one of my favorites. I really liked, I really liked getting to know him. He's a good kid. Yeah, he's very good. Um, by the way, uh, Thomas Shabbat, we're going to get to your Team Canada Olympic decisions in a sec, but Thomas Shabbat has not scored this year. Uh, have you watched much of his game? Uh, is he, from the outside looking in, from now a guy that's played on different teams and whatnot, is he still that elite defenseman that's probably in the top 10 in the National Hockey League, or at least uh, when it comes to Canadian uh, defensemen? I, yeah, I would certainly have him in that conversation for me anyway. He's probably exhausted. <laughs> like, he's playing a few minutes. <laughs> um, so I think, and then the more minutes you play, the more you, I, I think the less that comes naturally to you, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. So I think you start to press things and, and I'm sure he's doing a little bit of that, but uh, I still think he's, I still think he's elite. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Sensing a Turnaround is brought to you by SportsInteraction.com. Go to SportsInteraction.com slash Wally Mathot and get the most competitive odds. SportsInteraction.com is Canada's online casino and sportsbook. Uh, finally, just on the sense, what did they need to do to start to turn things around? Is it that, like when you look at that blue line, is it as simple as that? Is it goaltending? Um, or do you just watch the games and not pay any attention? <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking me? I didn't know if you were asking. Yes, me I'm or asking you, were... you. Yeah, honestly, I thought you were. I thought you were reading from an ad for a second there, and then uh, I kind of I, I tuned you right out. I'm just trying um... to. Th oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I no. I I think it would be it would be unfair to me to say what exactly it was that they might needed to, might have needed to do to turn around. It's just fun. It's just nice to see them turning it around and hope it continues. But it it always comes yeah. down to all of the above, right? So it's always. Everything's got to be 100%. clicking in some way or another. Okay, I want to ask, okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, we'll call this Home Improvement, brought to you by Bonisher Excavating Inc. Uh, BonisherExcavating.com. Home Improvement. Which rebuild has gone better since you played in Detroit and in Ottawa? Uh, pick one. 
<laughs> oh man. Um, I will say, well, you know what? I'll say right now, probably Detroit's, but I will say that their rebuild is older um, in the grand scheme of things. So that's probably why I would give them an edge. But uh, if, the, if the Brady's, the Chucky's, those guys continue to do the way they're doing it and continue to build the right things, they'll be fine. But yeah, it's just Detroit's what, you know, you're looking at, you're looking at uh, Dylan, who's probably 25 now, but feels like he's been in the league for 10 years, right? So it's, yeah. you know, they, they got an older rebuild. They're a little further down the line in that uh, rebuild. So, yeah, they get my edge. Okay. Uh, let's go to your Olympic team now. Uh, and then we'll come back to maybe some Pierre Dorian comments after. Uh, we talked about Thomas Shabbat. So here is Bobby Ryan's Olympic team. And up front, I don't think it's much of a surprise McKinnon, McDavid, Huberto, uh, Crosby, Bergeron, Marchand, Mark Stone, uh, Point, Couturier on the third line, Marner, O'Reilly, Stamkos on the fourth. Uh, extras, extra dudes, as he put it in his Twitter, Shifley and Hyman. And then on the blue line, it's Shabbat, Petrangelo, Makar, Doughty, Theodore, Riley, and the goalie is Price. And whoever signs the waiver quickly, quickly after him, according to Bobby Ryan. Uh <laughs> Let's start up front. I'm glad you got any... I had to pull mine up here. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're no, we're prepared here. So I like this team. This um, is a new insider. Some would argue that. <laughs> Why is Mitch Marner um, on the fourth line? What is it you put him on the fourth line for? I mean, eventually, like, you got to realize he's had, what, 90 and 100 points in the last couple of years. So he's a guy that you can move all over the place. Um I like that if you, I don't see, I don't even know how you build a power play with this many good players, right? Like, where do you put guys? Yeah. But um, if you have a right-handed power play, I think you need to find a way for him and Stoner to play together on one of them. Um, that's just, yeah, I mean, when I, when I made this, I wasn't, you know, I don't know. I'm looking at this and I'm still not, I'm not decided on three or four of these names. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. But, <laughs> but uh I just I, I like the fact that you can you know if if Huberto's not working up there with the other two you can throw him in there and the line is just as good so it's yeah he's a player that just finds ways to put points up everywhere he goes it's annoying <laughs> right yeah <laughs> now did you put Thomas Shabbat in the top pairing just because or is this that you think he's the top pairing with Alex Petrangelo um, I think they would complement each other that would be I I, I think that that the way that Peter Angelo or Petrangelo plays, excuse me, would, would really compliment Chabby and, and allowed him to skate with the puck. So that wasn't my only thinking, but again, I, none of these lines were in a, in a real particular order for me. They were just kind of things that I had thought that I liked. Okay. I'm telling you now that there's uh, going to be a change here. I, I still think Anthony Sorelli is going to make this team too. I think. That's really? nice, oh, uh, okay. So it's I, and I think so. I, I got a tip on that after I posted it from somebody. And I, after thinking of it, I just think there's a there's a correlation. I mean, he's familiar with Cooper, right? They won two cups together. And uh, yep. I think he's yep. going to find a way on there, I, I mean, my, in my opinion. So you'd put him, Bobby, you would put him ahead of uh, Shifley? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And I, Zach, I mean, is Zach Hyman it, good just, enough to be it, on this team? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he compliments everybody around him all the time. And then, you know, you're in a position too where one or two guys go down and that they're from your, your O'Reilly line or your, your point line. You don't, now you have no penalty killers. 
like you got to find a way to have him there too i think so you know again all guesses but uh, this could be completely I different like in a week <laughs> right uh, so and you're and you still think it's carry price is gonna gonna be there or do they just really have no choice i i I mean, I don't know. I guess you got to see him play some games and then decide. But I think he gets yeah. every opportunity to go with it. If Team Canada decides it's okay for him to go and he decides health-wise he can go. Yeah. So I hope he does. Uh, but, I mean, missed a lot of hockey this year. I know how that feels. So it, it, it yeah. would be a tough well, comeback to hop right into that. But if, if anybody could do it, it's a, it's him in that, right? So how much concern is there? Because I know you continue to talk to players, as you said, that there may not be NHL players at the Olympics with the way that COVID – uh, is starting to creep back up. It, yeah. Um, so I was doing all this and I was kind of doing this going, it's not going to matter. They're not going to go. That was my thought process. I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Cause I'm not, I'm not on the PA anymore. So I'm not in the calls and I'm not hearing what's going <laughs> on uh, except for some second and third hand stuff. But um, I, I'm not even, I, I would be guessing if I said 50, 50 or 60, 40, one way or the other, I think, I think it's, you need you need to get through December to find that out. Uh, all right. So, how do you think Canada will do at the Olympics? Which team do you think perhaps uh, has the best chance this year? Um, I mean, I I think Canada's just always got the, I guess the gold medal aspirations. I I think it's gold medal or bust every time they go to an international competition. Yeah. Um, hockey wise, um, I, I like, I like USA. I just don't know. I don't know if they're deep enough, even though you're talking about all-star teams. I don't know if they're, they're deep enough to yeah. roll four, but who knows? I mean, that, that, that remains to be seen. Um, and then again, I don't know who is going for the other, the other countries, right? The, I mean, um, big ice Russians, uh, always have a, always have a good team on big ice. So it'll be, be interesting but we're making all these predictions and then nobody's going to go anyway <laughs> right so who knows? no, no exactly. it's true yeah I, I think that's a serious thing that it's starting to finally get mentioned but i'm not sure that there's going to be nhl players playing the olympics there just seems to be a lot of trepidation from the player side and i totally understand like does anybody want to be in quarantine in china for three days or three weeks and not know what's going to happen yeah yeah and i start and then you're looking at like that too the I, the owners probably never want to go. Um, but that being said, right. if you lose a guy for a three week quarantine because he pops while he's over there, now you're, now you're pissed, right. As an owner and a player that, you know, I mean, it was, yeah. didn't Taveras get hurt and miss the rest of the year in 2015? Yeah. Well, on a, on a free uh, injury, in, like, there, in, there's no reason for owners to want to go. A couple the guys big one for Ottawa was Dominic Hasek went and he got, was having the best year of his career number wise and went for Ottawa and got hurt. Of course, that was the adductor injury and then never played in the postseason. So, uh, yeah, there's no owner yeah, I can go. think of that wants to see the, the teams play. Okay, back to the Sens for a moment. Um, we're going to call this Managing Expectations, brought to you by one of your favorite sponsors. That's Gong Show. Uh, gongshow.com. Get all your holiday shopping done now. Uh, they're always good friends of yours. They made, they made you hats. I always remember wanting one with the number six at the time. They're collector's items now. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Pierre Dorian walked back his comment, the saying the rebuild is over from September the 7th. He said, um, the rebuild's done. Now we're stepping into another zone. And then on the Saturday, he said, he walked it back saying, probably what I should have said is pretty much all the core pieces of the rebuild are in the organization. Um, does Pierre Dorian just say things at the time to make people happy? 
How did you take uh, the way that he <laughs> manages his hockey team? Um, man, you can't do this to me. <laughs> I think I, I, I genuinely think though, like when I, when I remember reading the first comment, I was like, well, I mean, yes and no. Cause I think I read it and understood what he meant more than most people when he said what he, what he should have said about the players and the things like your, your chavies, you got your captain in, in Chucky. Now you got, uh, Tim and then your complimentary guys that are, that are starting to, I guess, take form. So I think I understood differently about what he meant, but at the same time, it's like, do you have to say it? Right. Cause it puts a lot of pressure on the guys now that maybe aren't ready for it, but uh, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, and he's so, he's in a hope, emotion, I hope I, right? I like hope he, I danced that around. Yeah, I hope I danced <laughs> no, around I'm, that I'm enough. <laughs> I'm coming back to that uh, because uh, there's been a lot of chatter recently from Matt Murray to uh, Mike McKenna to a few other guys that have talked about the way veterans were handled uh, by Pierre Dorian. Uh, do you? Th I'm just, how did he handle you uh, when it came to your buyout? Um, it was a 7 a.m. phone call um that was honestly maybe a minute long um and uh, it was just you know thanks for everything have a good one and that's like what do you say though right you're you're getting bought out so um i had nothing to say but i just said thanks appreciate it like what do you am i gonna yell at him from idaho to ottawa it's not gonna make any difference he's still got his mind made up so i'm <laughs> just like all right man uh see you later and thanks for everything and uh you know, guess you guys got to pay me for four more years. <laughs> like, sorry about that, but, <laughs> but, but what do you want me to say? Like, I, it was honestly, like, that's honestly yeah. all I could think about was like, oh man, this is, yeah, this is happening. Now I got to find somewhere else to play really quickly. So it, it was, it was shocking to me because it just wasn't I, mentioned at all to me at all. And so that's what I, I, I did you feel this? So one of the things is the players just feel disrespected in the way that it's handled. And I, I guess, he can he can buy you out that's part of the deal he's allowed to do that i just felt like was he did did he treat you respectfully enough uh when he did it is my point it just seems to be there's a communication issue when it comes to pierre dorian and treating the veterans the way perhaps they should be yeah i think um i wouldn't have any complaints about the way he handled it really i just don't uh you know I, I don't know that you don't call an agent first. That would be the only thing I think an agent's supposed to know so they can brace a player because that's what we send them all the money for. Um, and, and I can go into that conversation with, you know, send, send them send them a couple bucks every Christmas. <laughs> you might as well earn it. But uh, that being said, I, I, I got no issue with Pierre and the way he handled it. I thought it was fine. It was, it's ultimately the way, the way he did it is the way he did it. And it, and it water under the bridge for me. Uh, when you look back, how did you – was playing in Ottawa, well, I guess, perhaps the one of the best times you had? I know you – obviously, there was the Stanley Cup run in Anaheim and the 30-goal season, but I just – there was something about Ottawa, the way that the city embraced you. Did it feel a bit like home for you? It, yeah, it always did. I We love the organization. The, or I shouldn't say the organization. We love the community, man. The, the people that we got to know outside of the hockey there. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, through the ups and downs, the media was always really good by me. And I think that could have gone the other way when you're making seven. Um, but I but I genuinely think the media treated me well, which in turn led to the organization and the people around it treat me well. So um, I got I got zero issues about my time. I, I wish we had maybe, you know, we not lost game seven there. You're looking at a different outcome in Nashville and that playoff run. But 
all speculative. I had a blast. It was, uh, and I always enjoyed you. So I, you were one of those refreshing people to just to tell it like it is, like you always have done. So why not just start your own podcast or join ours? Is this a bad time to ask for you to, to hire you? <laughs> Where'd Bobby go? Matt, did you teach you him how to work this thing? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, we can hear you, Bob. I was just trying to hire you and you ignored me. Can you guys hear me? I hear you. Do you got us? All right, perfect. So for the third time, I just said, you've, you've always had all these good conversations. Uh, why don't you do a podcast or perhaps just join us? I'm just trying to hire you is what I'm trying to do. Oh, we're losing Bobby. No. All right. Uh, Matthew, you're going to have to work your magic. <laughs> not working it's painful for math no that's all right um just drop him he's calling my, and my connection's just dog shit too right now so this isn't good um yeah you bother <laughs> now um, oh it's so good okay uh by yeah, the way Matt, are you shocked that that anton forsberg is playing tonight and not philip gustafson no i'm not no i i know people were talking about that a little bit and he didn't, his numbers weren't fantastic last game, obviously, but he made some really big saves. Like he kept that team involved. So I, oh, can you hear Bobby here? <laughs> can you hear him? I think I can faintly hear him in the background. There he is. <laughs> uh, Apologies, guys. Am I the only one that good. pays the, the internet bill? That's the okay. The AirPods died. You and Meth. It must be a, it got got to be a player thing maybe maybe <laughs> so so bobby i was for the fourth time i guess trying to hire you to join our podcast since you've seemed to have more time on your hands how about we we just join the group you can just sign me up yeah you don't have to hire me <laughs> <laughs> all right no, man. Um, I, got nothing, I got nothing else to do i'd love to join you guys when you need when you need me to pop on it's it's been fun like I've always appreciated just your honesty. And so I, your Twitter stuff just is now, it just seems to be this reflection of you and how much you've been able to, like people don't really get a chance to see you as much and they hear you've been very thoughtful and well-spoken and articulate about all things hockey. Uh, I, also, I forgot, uh, Bruce Boudreau just got hired in Vancouver. You played for Bruce for a half a season one year and then a, I guess the lockout year, the next year of 46 games. What do you like about, or what what's Bruce Boudreau like as a coach you think he can turn things around in Vancouver? Yeah, I think so. I think he's going to be really good for their, again, another young core, I guess, of of elite players, the Bessers. Uh, you know, you don't, you don't have to name them, but you know who we're talking about. I think he'll, when yeah. he came in, gets gets pairs and I were a pretty good line, and I think he did a lot for us in the sense that he, I guess he he gave us a chance to to be offensive every night. Um, so I think he's going to do that, but he he's very. He's very analytical. He's very methodical. So I think he's going to be exactly what they need there. Um, and and he's a he's a, just a really nice nice person. So I um, I think he'll be good in Canadian media. And um, yeah, I I like the hire. I like Greener too, though. I just don't you know I don't know I don't I 
I don't know what the disconnect there was, but um, I think Bruce will do, be awesome. Really do. Uh, did you like? Did you enjoy playing with him? Is he? He's always been referred to, I guess, maybe as a bit of a players' coach for the how are we label players or coaches? Is that what he is? Yes, that's yeah. That's a very very accurate uh, depiction of what he is. I think he's he's good about getting through to each and every. He, he's good about getting through to guys, and he's he was really good about days off, especially down the stretch. That was that's always like when you get to the dog days of March, you're like just just pregame skates and games, please. He was pretty good about that. Uh, Meth, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys, but there's such a, there's such a bad delay on my computer that anytime I jump in, I feel like I'm stepping on somebody. So I'm just trying to kind of take it easier. Okay. I'm, well, we're not paying you for this episode then. Um, the other one is Elaine Vino just got fired today. You never uh, pay you me in... anyway. <laughs> um, do you know much about Elaine Vino? Is there any surprise in that particular move? Uh, and I'm, I know I'm putting you on the spot with Elaine Vino, but uh, they've gone yep. winless in eight. It just seems to now be there's pressure on guys that need to try and work. I think he, he had an awful season last year. I know Carter Hart wasn't very good. Um, I guess they just reached the boiling point. Yeah, I, um, I, we spoke really briefly about it. And I just I've never even crossed paths with him in a in a hello how are you sense. Yep. So I I don't know what he's like. I know. I think like every coach that is around, you hear good and bad. And I heard a lot of good about him from guys in the past, but you know, some of the old New York Ranger guys that he had, but um, yep. I think he's demanding, but I think he's probably very fair because most demanding coaches usually are the most fair. Right. And in, in my, I guess, yep. uh, in my, my, like, my, my, I had him at the world. I had him at the world oh, championships in 2019. I think it was. And Matt Murray was the goalie. Uh, Alain Vigneault lives in Ottawa in the offseason. I'm not saying they need to make a coaching change, but if they did, I think Alain Vigneault should be really high on that list for Ottawa. I think being the demanding type he is, I think there's a fit there in this group if they were ever to make that move. Yeah, I guess I won't, uh, I guess I won't comment on that, but I didn't know that there was the uh, – <laughs> I didn't know he had Ottawa ties, but I think DJ's good. Yeah. Man. I, I, yeah, I wish I had had a different year than I had underneath of him. The, the year that he came in. So, uh, you know, I didn't get to see the best of me day to day stuff. So uh, he handled me like a pro and I can, I can appreciate that. So what was it like playing for DJ? Uh, it was fun. It was fun. And again, I missed what 40 games that year, give or take and yeah. took a, you know, took some time away. Um, I think him and I probably had a couple hard conversations early on, um, but he did recognize, you know, where I was at mentally and probably where I was at physically at this point um, to, to kind of be someone that helped me see where I needed to go to get help. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be appreciative of that. I don't think he ever lied to me. I think he just, you know, basically said, when you get back in the lineup, you won't come out again this year. We'll let you finish the 20 games up and we'll start again next year. And I think that was the plan um, up until the buyout. So I, I enjoyed him. I think he's a player's coach as well. Um, you know, nothing bad to say about him, really. Uh, by the way, I think uh, I just wanted the one last question about playing. How do you see Ottawa with the pieces they've got going forward playing out of, can this team get to respectability next season or do they just need different goaltending? Is, or, is everything there or, and goaltending or is it something else? Mm. I'd be, I'd be 
I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Um, they're, they're a team like, and, and Meth can agree that there's a few teams in the league that are never going to get better through free agency. Um, and, and Ottawa is going to be one of them. That's just, that's just yep. the reality of the situation. It's a hard sell. Um, when you're, when you're talking about playing there and it's already a rebuild and, and it's the weather is what it is. And guys have an awful depiction of what Ottawa really is. Cause they come stay at the Brook street, they go to the rink and they go home and they just don't get to see the city ever. Um, so that's gonna yeah. that's gonna make things harder. But um, you know, all that being said, they got all the pieces. They just gotta uh, you just gotta find out what works day in and day out for your team to win and be successful. Yeah, and and I like uh, when you... I like what Bobby said there. It's refreshing because there's finally some honesty. People like to try to dissect this from every angle, right? And you're thinking, okay, what's yeah. the issue? Is it coaching? Is it the management? Is it like it's pretty friggin' obvious? Okay, you land in Ottawa. Like I'm from here, so I can say this. You land in Ottawa, you get on the 417, you don't see any of downtown, you go to the Brook Street Hotel, that whole area is it's desolate, and then you go to this random Palladium-style building in the middle of a farmer's field, and it's not really that nice or flattering when you walk in the building. The dressing room, the visitor's room sucks. It is oh. brutal. <laughs> It's one of the worst in the NHL. The only one I could think of that's much worse was the Detroit one, but at least you're in Detroit playing at the Joe when I played there, right? And yeah. And what did they do? They built a new arena. So, you know, I think with Ottawa, Bobby's bang on. It's it's just it's not very flattering. And, you know, you can bring in free agents perhaps when the team's really good and you're making a push. But, like, right now, like, that to me is the biggest problem is bringing in good free agents, like to insulate these really good players and the core pieces they have. They don't have that right now. So you're bringing in these guys. Everyone's unhappy with almost every pickup the team has made over the last two or three years. Like, there haven't <laughs> been a lot of pleasant surprises. So, I mean, I, we, people can keep doing this song and dance, but you, they just need to bring in better players. The, the core, uh, the drafting's been terrific. Like, that's a, that is a big positive. Like, look at some of these players they have, they're awesome. Um, the goaltending's coming around. You got Gustafson and Forsberg that have shown some nice things. But, I mean, Bobby just laid it out. And I, that's why I love Bob, because he's usually pretty honest. And he said it earlier. He loved playing in Ottawa. But, I mean, as a free agent or somebody that's never really been in this area, you don't know any better when you're driving into Canada in January and you're taking a look around. And 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 you're thinking, shit, I got to pay 53% in taxes to play here? Like, why? no. I'm going to call my agent and tell him to put me on the no trade list. And that's that's just the way it is. Yeah, that was whenever teams would be like, uh, or agents got your top ten teams, and I'm like, I, I would have to fill it out every year, and I don't, I think you fill it out at different points, and I was like, well, I only need nine because Ottawa would have been on it back in the day, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was no slight to Ottawa. I just my taste of it, and I remember when I came out to play against um, Ottawa, we stayed downtown at the Westin. I was with Anaheim, yeah, and I got in the car. I, I remember we took an Uber out and I was like, where are we going from the West into the rink? <laughs> it was so dark at 4.15. Um, we ended up winning in a shootout and guys were like, get the bird in the air. Let's go. <laughs> so that was my only, you know, that was my only taste of it. But it, it's just a city that you have to spend some time in to, to understand what a great place it is. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on this date in 1990, the Ottawa Senators awarded the franchise. So 31 years ago today, the Ottawa Senators wow. became a franchise. So, um, 
So we just we just yeah. shit all over the city, <laughs> and this yeah. is the day to celebrate the franchise. Look, I, I, I'll finish it with this. Okay, I'll just add this in defense of Bobby and I. Like we are, we've been very clear. We loved our time playing here. I loved playing in Ottawa because you still get a taste of the Canadian kind of experience playing in the Canadian yep. market where everyone's really all in on it, but it's not too aggressive where you can actually still go out. People are respectful. It's a very conservative city. Like they're not, you know what I mean? Like they respect your space. It was really yep. good. All we're saying is trying to uh, convince guys that have no experience playing here to come in is, is it can be challenging. They, but I will say they used to be able to do it back in the mid two thousands when they were good, right? Like you got Dominic Hasek. Well, yeah, when the team's There's good. There's a few other players, right? But, right when so they can do it. I know for a short period of time. I I think like we look at all the former players that still live here and like Alfie and Chris Neal and. Vanner and, and like there's a bunch of guys that continue to come back to this city to spend the summers here so yeah there is a thing that they do like the city once they get here it's just i understand that place of the building and all the excitement of being in the middle of winter in ottawa is not that much fun but um no. it is a good place to play when you start to win hockey games no question about it yeah yep all right bobby uh get back to packing we're gonna let you go so that you can uh <laughs> get ready for your big move uh we'll get him on we, we get bobby on yeah. Bobby, I was just going to add, the next time Bobby comes on, he'll be at his place. Yeah. We'll have better connections. Yeah. I'll have a goddamn Ethernet cable running to my computer, and we'll be able to have a normal conversation. The delay really sucked, so I apologize for people listening, but we got a little <laughs> bit of good stuff there at the end. I love oh, how yeah, you're man. blaming Bobby's Bobby moving on your Internet connection. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that, Wally. I'm just saying <laughs> no, I, that the connections no. were not great. Like, I can hear Wally a lot quicker than I can hear Bobby. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's – anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I got it. It's we'll okay. be dying Anyway, Bobby, take time. care. Uh, right. We'll make sure we follow you on Twitter because it's been fantastic. So uh, we'll chat Sounds soon, my good, friend. Sounds good, fellas. Have a, great, uh, have a great afternoon. See you soon. <laughs> See you, Bobby. Okay, bye. Uh, there goes one of the all-time best, Bobby Ryan. Um, the uh, – <laughs> So, Matt, I feel like you've got lots to say because you haven't been part of this show for the first half hour. Uh, I couldn't. So. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, I look at me. I, like, I'm watching myself down on the bottom now, and there's like a three-second delay every time I say something. <laughs> well, then I guess you better make it good when you do say it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. the Sens tonight in, in Jersey, do they come out with a victory and win their third in a row? Now, I want to point out, by the way, if they do win three in a row, they have a chance. Yeah to win four in a row tomorrow night against the New York Islanders. If they do that, it would be the first time in six years that the Ottawa Senators would have won four in a row. Uh, you played on the team that last did it, 2017 in March. That's how long ago yeah. it was for the Ottawa Senators to win four games in a row. Can they get there? The Islanders are a mess right now, right? They're struggling too. They've gone through all kinds of COVID issues. Um, so tonight's a big game. Can the New, York, New Jersey Devils... Be gracious enough to give the Islanders a victory tonight. All right, sorry, uh, give the Senators a victory tonight. No, no, I got you. I got you. No, I well, first off, playing in that Prudential Center is hard. Like it's it's a weird building. Like you just you just fired off some stats there, Wally. And um yeah. it's almost kind of like playing in San Jose, but it's dead. Like it's kind of quiet. Um and and for it's, whatever yeah, reason, it's beautiful, but it's quiet. There. Yes, exactly. It's a beautiful rink. Yeah, uh, but it's very quiet and there's not a lot of, of atmosphere in there. So it's almost like it drowns yeah. you, it puts you to sleep. Um, but uh, no, 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 I, I, I do think this is a good opportunity. Uh, yes, Ottawa's on the road, but the, the head of steam that they've got now behind them after beating Carolina, 
and then beating Colorado. I can't believe I'm saying that, by the way. <laughs> they just beat two really good teams. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they've got a great opportunity here to, to make it three, make it a streak. And, and we talked about this while they were going through their little skid where you just need to win the odd game, be competitive, and you're going to get the fan base kind of re-energized and kind of behind the team. So um, I love that the big boys here on the team are, are kind of driving the ship. That's what you want to see. I love what Brady did last game. I thought he was terrific. I, I was trying to say this earlier, but I caught cut off when you asked me about the goaltending situation with Forsberg. I thought he was pretty good. I, I know his numbers weren't fantastic on paper, but he made some huge saves, Wally, to keep the guys in the game. So um, I'm okay with rolling with him right now. Um, and and again, and I don't like that Hetherington's out. I think that hurts them. I think bringing Mete in and, and pulling Hetherington out is tough. I know that there's uh, he was exposed or whatever it was, Wally. Is that the case? Yeah. He yeah, so he he's had close contact with someone who's contracted COVID. So now he's got to right. be quarantined or, or or I guess away from the team for at least another test to make sure he tests negative. So not playing in tonight's game. Yeah, that's tough. So I was a huge fan of his game. I thought he played great, and that's what I was kind of harping on the last time we did the show here, where they were looking for or needed rather, in my opinion, uh, a more physical presence on the back end that's more more of a stabilizer and. He's a prime example of that. And the best part about Dylan Hetherington is that he knows his role. He's not going to go out there and try to do too much. So that's going yeah. to hurt them, I think, a little bit, especially on the road with the last change. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I still have the Sens winning tonight. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, by the way, I think it should be pointed out that you've been calling for some more physical play on the back end, and the team finally listened and added Hetherington. I like I... I, I think that you actually played a part. I swear to God, I'm dead serious that they finally realized they needed a physical presence back there and brought him up. Like, maybe it's well, timing. It makes a difference. But I still think that they heard you. Yeah. It makes a difference, Wally. Um, when you're playing a game, and in the same applies, like I watched some of the, uh, the Toronto-Winnipeg game, and I don't know how many people out there were watching that game, but Winnipeg came out, and they just played hard and physical. And we all saw the clips, um, you know, where – uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois was going after Matthews a little bit. And I'm not, I'm not, by the way, not suggesting that's how Ottawa needs to play. But having that physical element in your game is a deterrent to a lot of guys. Like a player like yep. Nylander, he was really quiet during that game because the temperature was raised. And that's a playoff-style game. And that's how you can expose teams. So bringing in, now Dylan Hetherington, that's one player who's not playing a ton of minutes. But nevertheless, it's a guy out there that if you're on the other team and you're a forward, you have to be aware of him. So that extra split second where you have to make a decision, not at the same time know that it's not just a bunch of soft players on the back end. There's a couple physical guys back there. So you have to do a little more thinking and it slows down your game a little bit. And I'm wondering, does it make, uh, and I know Zach Sanford is not known for being a physical player, but when you start to see your team maybe hit a few more guys and then there's Nick Holden and the temperature starts to get raised, you bring your game up a little bit more physically. Does that add to him being in the lineup? Not just his game, but helping other guys to maybe step up and play that style as well. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. And I agree with it. I think that um, it just takes a couple guys. And I always like to use this as an yeah. example. When Remember when we brought Chris Neal back into the lineup during that run when he handled uh, Tanner Glass? And it just changed um, the attitude in the dressing room. It doesn't mean that we're all going to start going out there and running around like a bunch of idiots. It, it just... It just gives your group confidence. And then other guys start piggybacking on it, right? Where all of a sudden I've got a bit more of a chip on my shoulder and and it kind of trickles down the lineup. So, um, and and I know this falls right into DJ's 
style of coaching. I know he loves that. He loves having guys that are physical and can do the job out there. So um, I'm a big fan of that. I think that uh, having him in that lineup kind of just proves everyone's point that, you know, they, they were missing sort of that physical piece. And, and you mentioned Holden. Holden's another guy. He's not really by nature that kind of mean person. I know him very well. He's a really, really nice guy. But if that, even that can add to his game where he can be a little more physical, makes life just a little more difficult for your opponents, gives you an opportunity to win. Well, it's just like maybe Nick Paul's check and Connor Brown's hit or Drake Batherson going into the corner just goes a little bit harder because, right, yeah. you hear that big hit in a game and all of a sudden you're thinking, I got to make that same kind of big hit or whatever. Anyway, I, yeah. I just think it plays a 100%. part in the way the whole team plays. Um, I want to bring up Josh Norris because tonight he plays his 82nd game, which in his career, which would be one full NHL season. 81 yeah. games, he's got 27 goals, 52 points. Do we underappreciate how good maybe Josh Norris has been in his short time he's been with the Ottawa Senators? It's it's so it's a, funny. Like you that's bring a that thirty up. goal scorer at the moment. I know, I know, and it's funny you bring that up because the other night, um, you know, I'm on Twitter and I'm watching the games and I'm, and everyone's giving a lot of love to Kachuk and then Batherson's back, so Batherson's the, the 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 big topic and of course he deserves it. He's arguably their best player, but. No one yep. really ever talks about Norris, right? Like he's kind of quietly having a really good year under the radar and and, and driving that line down the middle. So um, I, we talked about a lot of this in the summertime where we were saying how his, his, his workout um, uh, habits are fantastic. He's always at the top of the leaderboard in fitness testing. He's got that great attitude where you know he's going to work hard. You know he's going to be very consistent for you. So um, those, but I didn't know those underlying numbers that you just brought up. I didn't realize how well he was doing offensively until you just mentioned it now. So that just kind of reaffirms yeah. how I felt about his play. And you know, you just got to pay attention to him. He just does. All, he just does everything right. You know, he's always there in the right places. He's got a nice little scoring touch when he needs to, and he complements Brady and and and, uh, and uh, Batherson very well. So um, that just goes back to how good this line really is. And if these guys can yeah. keep playing together for the next couple of years, they're only going to get better because the chemistry that they build, everything just becomes automatic. You see it with guys like Bergeron and Marchand where they've been together forever. And I know that's a bold comparison, but but when you can play with those same line mates year in and year out, all of a sudden everything's automatic. When I go to the corner, I know that uh, Josh Norris is going to be in that high slot and that right in that exact same spot as he normally would be, or or Drake Batherson. You just develop really good chemistry. So I'm I'm a fan of his. I'm a huge fan of that whole line. And, and again, uh, Norris drives it. Uh, interesting. Like he's got ten goals on the season, seven of them on the road. He's tied, I think, for ninth overall in the National Hockey League for road goals. Nice. It's just an interesting stat. Normally, right guys are always playing better at home and more goals at home. Yeah. Uh, why why is that with Josh Norris be like do you as a player do you know that there's any type of reason or rhyme to having him be better on the road with comes to scoring goals Yeah that's that's odd that's a that's a that's an odd stat another yeah. one I was completely unaware of which is why you do all that homework for me Wally and I can just kind of <laughs> chime in so no but but kidding aside I mean I I know that I was always a homer yeah. like I always enjoyed playing games at home unless it was maybe in Montreal or Toronto, another big hockey city, I always just felt like I was myself at home. So if you have the ability, like Josh Norris, to play that much better and elevate your game on the road when you have the last change, you're not always getting the right matchups, uh, that's very impressive. So 
that's a player I think that we can look for tonight. I'm kind of rattled we didn't have this conversation this morning when we were doing our sports interaction head. <laughs> well, Mestradamus hasn't been very good the last couple of games, so I don't want to put too much on you, right? I think you need I blame to it, regain Wally. your form. Yeah. yeah, I blame it on the shingles, okay, bud? Like, I'm a 36-year-old stress ball who's dealing with shingles right now, so my priorities aren't necessarily where they should be when it comes to work. Well, I think it's time for you to refocus and maybe get back to work Agreed. is what I'm trying to tell you. I agree. Okay. I agree. So, I have no rebuttal. Uh, we will... We, we will watch uh, Monday night's game, tonight's game, to see how that outcome goes and get ready for Tuesday's game against the New York Islanders. And, of course, your good friend J.G. Pacho returns uh, to Ottawa. So we'll watch that game as well. Um, just a thank you once again to our sponsors, BEI, Monster Excavating Inc., Sports Interaction. Go to sportsinteraction.com slash Wally Mathot. And, of course, Whitewater. Uh, shop whitewater.ca and use the Wally Mathot coupon code for 15% off. Meth, we will s talk again on Thursday. Um, providing your internet connection works. And uh, looks like we're going to have another special guest, but I'm not going to tell you who. We're going to save it. You're not doing this to me, are you? Really? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have a special random guest that you've lined up that I'm completely unaware of. That's correct. Okay, yeah. good. What's what's not to like about this? Okay, looking forward to it. <laughs> you, but you you do know him and you're kind of colleagues and he's been on the show before. That's all I'm telling you. Okay. Right on. All right. See you Thursday. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching the Wally Mathod Show. Uh, we will get our internet connection sorted out and uh, be back. <laughs>